Welcome back to Gab with Gabby, the podcast, the potty. Let's talk some shit, shall we? Potty mouse, welcome back. I have been meaning to get back into the swing of doing episodes since the last one because it just felt so good to record. And I hadn't done it in a while, as you guys know, since like April. Um, but I haven't quite found the cadence of recording again, but maybe that is a 2023 goal that I can make for myself. Actually, speaking of, so I was out last week on Friday with Bobby and Delia, my friends from high school, and then Deb came out too, and Delia's little sister, and we're at this local bar in Alston called Article 24, if you're familiar with her work, and this old... Well, I shouldn't say old. He's like an older dude. He's like at least my parents' age, but probably older. He came out. Why did my voice just crack? <laughs> uh, anyways, he came over to talk to us. And I forget how he started the conversation, but um, eventually he asked us what our goals are for 2023. And I was like, um, I don't think I have any. Everyone was stunned. The woman was too stunned to speak. Deb looks at me like, bitch, didn't you have a mental breakdown two days ago? You're telling me you don't have a single goal, uh, which just goes to show how much your days can change, your mood can change from one day to another, because two days prior, my goals probably would have been turn my life around. Uh, But in that moment, fundamentally... I thought there isn't a single thing that I want to make a goal. And listen, my perspective on it, that's not the word I'm looking for. My reasoning for it, my rationale, so to speak, was that I'm pretty content with where, like how I am in my life. And sure, there are things that I may want to improve or tighten, like, you know, foam roll more frequently. But... I know myself. There's one thing. I am very self-aware. And when I set goals for myself and it's things like that, then I feel like I have to do it. And I don't like being told what to do in most circumstances. I don't like this feeling that I'm forcing myself to do these goals to like make myself a better person, you know? So that's kind of where I'm at for goals on 2023. I actually feel like I've maybe talked about goals before on here, um, like resolutions, maybe last year when I was actually podcasting or the year, um, I don't really know. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, should I write down like a couple of things like try and eat vegetables more? Sure. But then I'm going to just be mad because I'm like, yeah, I know I should be eating more vegetables. Why do I got to make that a goal? Also, why do I got to wait until 2023 to do that? I could start eating more vegetables today. Am I going to? No, probably not. It's purgatory week. I'm not, I'm not going to start eating more vegetables now. But alas, that's kind of where I'm at. But I did then see a meme. Well, I guess it was someone's tweet, but it counts as a meme. I still don't really understand the difference between when something becomes a meme versus when it's just a thing. But anyways, I saw a tweet that said... It's very difficult for people this time of year who have to come up with goals when they're absolutely perfect. And I imagine that that is what I sounded like in that moment when being asked for goals. So anyways, curious if anyone has goals, what your goals are, 
can I copy any of them? Maybe if I pretend they're, they're, I'm copying someone else's goals and not me telling myself what to do, I'll be more receptive of them. Hmm? Maybe. Am I tricking myself? Anyways, last week, well, it wasn't last week, but in my mind, oh, B-Rail just went off. Wow, this really is really being real here. Hold on, everybody. Anyways, uh, last potty episode that I did, I mentioned that I was doing a singles night out. Woohoo! Go Gabby! Um, so that did happen. And let's see, in terms of success rates, one of my friends got a girl's number. So that's pretty good. Um, were there a lot of other of us that were single? Yes, for sure. Uh, was it really just an excuse for me to hang out with all of my friends? Yes, also. But did I get this unique feeling of satisfaction from the fact that everyone felt so grateful at the fact that I had organized something? Yeah. I really did. I had people saying, thank you so much for organizing. Thank you so much for organizing. Or sorry, I couldn't stay for longer, but the next one I'll be here. Or I have friends that couldn't come to this one, but want to come to the next one. In my head, I was like, the next one? My, 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 my singles night out is every weekend. But, you know, this one organized thing, sure, we'll do another one. So if you're listening and you're New here. Are you new here? Do you guys know that TikTok sound? Anyways, if you're listening and you're new here or you're not on my close friends and don't already know this, next singles night out, January 28th to 8th, 2023. Mercury will be out of retrograde then, you baddies. And let's let's let go and let God. Let's meet some people. Haven't decided where it's gonna be yet. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited. I think people had a good time. So yeah, that was the singles night out. Um, I for once have some things written down to talk about on this episode, which is crazy because as you know, the last one, I absolutely totally winged it top to bottom. Didn't, didn't even know what I was going to talk about when I started, which sometimes is my, is my MO, but Back when I was doing this regularly, when I was recording episodes regularly, I used to jot down notes randomly throughout the week of things that I wanted to talk about so that I could then talk about them. Um, And whatever. I don't really know why I just gave you all that much context, but alas, here we are. So this next story, um, I'm hoping I can deliver with with as much grace as I did last time, but I went to Harvard Yale a couple weekends ago. My friend Bobby went to Harvard for undergrad and he texted Deb and I saying, do you want to go to Harvard Yale? And the resounding hail yes, of course, never, never has come out faster from my mouth. Rolled right off the lips. Of course I fucking want to go to Harvard Yale. So we go to Harvard Yale and also we went to the Pats game the next day. Double feature football game, really ambitious from us. Um... Anyways, Harvard Yale was crazy. Apparently, I mean, and I've been to Pat's tailgates, so I know people are intense about their tailgates and people, you know, get there super early so they can get good spots and people bring tables and grills and all this stuff. But like Harvard Yale was nuts. Like people had flags on their cars so you could find your way back to the car, which is probably a good idea because it's just like an open field. But the people that we were with had like a table set up and they had a grill. Did they have a grill? I might be making that up. 
They had Franzia. Oh, you guys, I slapped the bag. I haven't slapped the bag since probably my first year in a sorority. Well, let's be honest. I probably did it senior year too, but Franzia slapped the bag. Actually, the next day when I went to look at the inside of the long sleeve bodysuit that I was wearing, I was like, why does the inside look like that? That's because I'd gotten Franzia all down the inside of the bodysuit. I'm so classy. What else was there? Um, I believe there was Rubinoff, and I actually, I think I screamed. I think I must, I, I can only imagine that my reaction to that was to absolutely scream. For context, for those of you that maybe were more privileged in college to be able to afford better vodka, Rubinoff came in a plastic candle and it cost $12 a pop. And it was what we got all the time. And by we, I mean me. I mean, Emily, my roommate, used to drink better stuff, I feel like. But she's always been, like, she's been drinking since she was, like, 15 years old. She was, like, bougier. I was not there yet. If I treated myself, it was to a handle of Jose Cuervo, and that was, like, special occasions, you know? Um, and the one time, and this is what I always say, that this is why I no longer drink vodka other than an espresso martinis, though I don't think that it's true. My spring semester of senior year... I, we got a new, like, new member class in our sorority, and I'd said, um, I offered to some of the younger girls that weren't 21 yet, I was like, oh, um, do you guys want me to buy a couple handles of Rubinoff? You guys can come over to my apartment and each grab one, and then you have one, like, for yourselves for the semester. So I bought probably 12 handles of Rubinoff, and they all came over that first night and had some, but, like, they didn't bring it back with them to take. So I then had probably 11 handles of Rubinoff in my apartment for me, myself, and I for the rest of the semester. And I did finish it all, but, you know, I finished that semester and I was like, I think that's it. I think I am maxed out on vodka. So anyways, there was that at um, Harvard Yale. Also, people just walk around like stealing I, well, I don't know if it's stealing, but they just, like, take stuff off of your tables, and you take stuff off of other people's tables. Like, I did, I did take a cookie off of someone else's table, um, but that was not, none of this was actually the point of the story. The guy that we were with also made a pot of chili, and they're getting ready to clean up, you know, at this point, um, kind of lost in the sauce, metaphorically then, not physically, this dude's picking up his chili to put it away, and all of a sudden, the chili pot falls and splatters, and we all just kind of stand there staring, like, what could we possibly do in reaction to this happening? I obviously was not going to help, um, but I, for some reason, I remembered this in while I was in my team huddle a couple weeks ago and I started telling my team it and thought about how it was basically a recreation of the episode of The Office where Kevin brings his like famous chili that he slaved hours to make to the office and then he drops it and falls and spills in it. He doesn't spill in it. He slips in it maybe. I remember this in my team huddle. When I tell you guys, I lost it. I lost it. I literally had to go off video off mute because I had tears coming down my eyes. I was laughing so hard. And it was one of those things where it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny, but I was so delusional that I was like 
sobbing, like sobbing, laughing. And my team is looking at me like, are you, are you okay? And that's happened before. And luckily they all still love me or tolerate working with me. But, um, it reminds me of this thing that I call weird hour. Um, I don't think I've talked about it on the potty. Well, this is really, this is not written down. This is totally off script, you guys. Um, when I was a senior in high school, um, spring semester, we went on a trip to Eastern Europe and we were obviously jet lagged, I think maybe from getting there and like also sleep deprived because you like stay up, like hang out with everybody. And there was one day where late in the day, me and the people that I was like hanging out with, one of them being my friend Delia, one of my best friends from high school. Oh, she did an episode. Oh yeah. Okay. So anyways, so we just like randomly started talking in British accents and we're like losing our fucking cool over anything. Like everything was so funny and me and Delia coined it weird hour. And so it was like, Oh, it's weird hour. It's weird hour. You kind of got to say it like in an accent. And so like now, anytime I get to that point where it's like, it's not even funny, but I'm like delusionally laughing and like acting strange, it's weird hour. And so I think that's basically what happened in that huddle. But I do have, this is so exciting, like, personal news, I am hiring someone in the very, 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 very near future, and they're going to be my direct report, so mama's going to be a manager, um, which is very exciting, um, that role has been open for, like, a year now, but it's also scary because I'm going to be responsible for the growth of a human, the professional development, the success, the don't burn out, whatever <laughs> adjective, adverb, what would that, what would that be? I don't know. I'm going to be responsible for this person and for their happiness. And that is scary. And in a lot of ways, it made me feel like a mother. Bitch, I'm a mother. That's another TikTok sound. Um, because in like my tizzy of like stress of getting ready for this happening, I was basically nesting. I'm like cleaning up documents. I'm making process docs. I'm writing down project lists. I'm going like off the rails. And my manager, Tim, was like, you need to take a deep breath. You're going to be okay. You're going to spin your wheels trying to get ready. And I was like, I, I just, I just, that's like the, what I could describe it as. It's like, I feel like a mom with a baby on the way and nothing in the house is prepared for me to have a fucking screaming infant. So, but like I said, very excited to have that um we'll see we'll see how that goes oh oh the reason why i thought of it is that this person is gonna come on i'm gonna have to behave myself during huddles i can't be laughing about spilled chili in a team huddle i could but i kind of like lose kind of lose a little bit of credibility or then maybe i'm the cool manager i'm not entirely sure um so yeah that's exciting the last thing that I have written down, I'm kind of annoyed that this is the only other thing I have written down because, to be honest, it's, like, not funny. Let me look at... Oh, I guess I'll tell you guys. I've, I found a different list. Ha, 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 ha. Um, I found a different list of other things that I wrote down. A couple weekends ago, I also did a photo shoot at my Lifetime, which is where I work out, my gym. Um, so they have a partnership with Noble, N-O... 
B-U-L, no, Bull, the brand, and they came and shot at our gym, and my spin instructor friend, Jen, texted me and was like, hey, we're doing this photo shoot, like, I don't know if you can make it, but would love to have you, like, we need people in the background. I was like, an excuse to take off work of photo shoots? Say less, mama, I'm in. So I went thinking, got my hair, first of all, obviously did my hair and makeup, because I'm not going to show up looking like a crusty, dusty ass bitch, but... I went under the expectation that it would be like a fake workout. Like they would like film us pretending to spin or doing spin for like three minutes. And then it's like, okay, next shot. Um, wrong. So I did like a full CrossFit style, like powerlifting style class, 45 minutes, balls to the fucking wall. They're videotaping the entire thing. There is footage of me somewhere doing box jumps. Do you think it's pretty? No, no, it's not gonna be pretty. There's cameras everywhere. Oh, but, oh, this was so funny. So when they were prepping us, well, it was funny to me, but when they were prepping us, they were like, okay, there's going to be cameras, but don't acknowledge the cameras. Like if it's in your way, obviously avoid the camera, but otherwise just have a normal workout and pretend they're not here. And in my head, I thought, this is it. This is me preparing to be on a reality TV show, which is all I've ever wanted. Well, as like a, like a teenager, I don't think now I would still consider it. It would depend on the TV show. But um, I was like, this is perfect. And you know what? It is true. You kind of just like eventually end up forgetting that the cameras are there. Um, like you're hyper aware at first and then you're like, eh, whatever. So that is going to be. So we did the full CrossFit style powerlifting class. I took a break and then also did a full spin class. I was like, oh my God, I'm like an athlete doing two workouts a day. Who is this? Who is she? Um, but anyways, that's going to be so cool to see how that comes out. Um, and apparently those pictures are going to be up and around like all of the lifetime. So I'm like, you're welcome everyone for the sweaty pictures of myself. Um, that's it. No, ugh, fine. I'll just... I don't know why I'm like feeling this way about just getting over this topic, but one thing that I probably would have talked about sooner on in the podcast had I actually been recording back then was what it's like to go to weddings as a single bitch. And luckily for me, I'm looking at the clock. I mainly maybe have two minutes of time to make this a normal episode, so I'm not going to go on and on about this forever. But for those that don't know, I had five weddings this year. I had May... June and then three in the span of a month and I went to one as a plus one and I've been looking forward to them all year like I'm very excited and happy for all of my friends that are getting married totally 1000% I also fucking love a good party so like bring it um what no one prepared me for was how extra single I was going to feel by the end of them that three in a month I, somehow it ended up being all my close friends getting married. Oh, wait, was it three in a month? Oh, no, it was four because Amanda got married too. Shout out to Amanda. Four, I literally had four in a month. And it happened that all of them were like super, super close friends of mine. But I got to the end of them and I was like, first of all, I need a break mentally from having to look really good <laughs> this many times in a row, which like sounds crazy, but like, you know, you put an extra effort, you like try and do some eye makeup and then you look like a crazy person and your hair needs to look perfect even though it's not your wedding it is you know I need to look good too um but also just like feeling like all of the feelings that weddings bring up like it's so exciting 
to think about the fact that my friends have found the person that they want to be with forever and that is so exciting for them and there's part of me during weddings that's like oh I can't wait until mine I like I'll want to do this and I'll want to do this and I like this aspect and I like this and there's that like like optimistic like future looking feel when I'm at weddings but then there's also the other part of me that's like oh my god I'm so fucking single I don't even have a date to any of these weddings I'm here alone I'm not talking to anybody so I don't even there there is no like there is no on the horizon of me planning my own wedding. I don't want to plan one anytime soon either because I think it's going to stress me the fuck out. But like there is that like other part of me that's like, God damn, this is like such a reminder that I'm single, which again, weddings are not all about me. I'm well aware of that. Um, but that was one thing I just was like not prepared for. It was like the, the juxtaposition. Ooh, I swear I can say that word. The juxtaposition of the high, high emotions of being just like so genuinely happy for my friends and the low lows of being reminded that I am so single. <laughs> so yeah, that's something that I've had written down to talk about just um, in the event that anyone feels me um, and who can relate. But yeah, so that's, that's all she wrote for today. I promise to try and be better for 2023, but don't hold me to my goals. You guys know I don't love those. And with that, let's have a good, what day of the week is it? Oh, it's Wednesday. Let's, um, let's have a good week. Let's get after it. Oh my God. Happy New Year. Ah, happy New Year.